everyone and welcome to the Females in Motorsport podcast. I haven't done one of these solo episodes in quite some time, so I'm excited to be back and doing one of these for you guys and especially because I'm going to be talking about the US Grand Prix. So in case you guys missed it on the Females in Motorsport social channels, we had a presence this year in the F1 Academy paddock. I was lucky enough to be able to get accreditation and just be there all three days plus the media day. So it was really, really nice to be in the same space as all the female drivers, as all the teams, and just see all the action so, so close. And along with that, I was also, of course, just present there in Austin doing some other interviews, some other activations, all that kind of good stuff. So let's get into it all, starting with F1 Academy things. So we have been working with F1 Academy for a few months now on working on race recaps and just making sure that we're putting all the right information out there for all of you guys. So it was amazing for us to be able to get an official accreditation in Austin at the race. So our job there was really as content creators. We were there to interview drivers, do some fun video segments, some fun interviews, and just create more exposure for the drivers. This is something I've talked about a lot before, where I feel like this is the one place that as much as it's great that there's so much investment happening in young female drivers, the thing that the organization can't really control is exposure. That's something that's more in the hands of media and people like us. So that's something that we have been trying to change from day one at Females in Motorsport. So that's what my main mission and goal was. So it was really nice to be able to be there in the paddock. I was able to interview Marta Garcia right uh, right after she won the championship after race one on on the Saturday. Um, and you could literally see that, you know, she was so emotional and she talks about it in her interview as well on how that was such an amazing experience for her. We were also able to do some interviews with other race winners like Hamdal Kubesi, who was the winner of race two. And then the entire time we were there, we were also able to get access from all the teams. So we were able to go into the garages and just do fun getting to know videos so we have one with Lena Buller where she talks about her 2023 season we had one with both Hamda and Amnal Kubesi a little Q&A followed by my favorite video actually I think of the week which was a siblings challenge I'm surprised that other creators have not done that a lot um, because I do find it very interesting how they both compete against each other in the same team even though they're both sisters and so closely matched in terms of capabilities so it was really fun to just do that fun little segment with them and then we also interviewed chloe chong she is actually the youngest driver on the f1 academy grid this year fun fact and she has been really punching above her weight she has been absolutely incredible this entire year especially because she's in prema which of course had marta garcia this past year so all good things. And she's also going to be racing at the Indian Racing League in a couple of, well, this week, actually. So that's going to be a really good step up for her. And it's just been really fun, honestly, to be around the F1 Academy drivers, seeing them in their natural habitat. Um, something that I've mentioned in a different video somewhere is that it was also nice to see that there was a lot of camaraderie between all the drivers. They all just looked like they just really got on. Um, which is not something I fully expected. I mean, granted, I've not been in that many paddocks, so 
I've not really had the opportunity to see this up close anyway, but I really personally liked that a lot. They were all, you know, like eating together, just having fun together, watching the F1 sessions together. So that was really, really nice to be able to see and just be a part of that. The other thing that I really loved in F1 Academy specifically was <clears throat> when the F1 drivers came down to the paddock. Um, of course, everybody knows that Lewis Hamilton was there. He actually toured all the garages. He met all the drivers, which was really cool to see. And then we also had a couple of the other drivers step in. We had a couple of other people from the industry come in as well, which was amazing. And all of this culminated in an event on Friday. <clears throat> in the F1 paddock. So I was very lucky to be able to get access into the F1 paddock as well to be able to attend that event. And um, it was nice to see so many team principals there, so many um, executive level people at F1, so many teams participate because that's when we did a panel with um, Susie Wolf, Gail King, Bianca Bustamante, and they all talked about the importance of help of uplifting women in male-dominated industries and how F1 Academy is continuing to challenge that. So it was just really nice to be in that environment. For me personally, I've never really had this opportunity before because I've made my foray into motorsport very, very recently. So all of this was very, very new to me and something that I really, really enjoyed doing and something I don't know if I'll ever get the opportunity to do again. So it was really like a major pinch me moment. I was like, am I honestly just standing here with all these people that I've only ever seen on TV on Drive to Survive and just do interviews and stuff like that so it was really really cool I have to say I'm also going to be doing an F1 Academy race recap well not race recap season recap which will include a recap of the Austin races as well because I do want to answer some of your questions about F1 Academy and this season I think it's been something of you know a roller coaster because I think when F1 Academy was first announced we were all pretty skeptical about it myself included but I think as the series has progressed I've really become more and more excited by every new announcement they're bringing in now we have Martha Garcia who's going to be running in Freca next year for the fully funded seat this is a question I've asked many times on the podcast before to ask what is going to happen with the winner are they a going to race in the same series again like w series because even though it's great they have a seat that doesn't really help their development but b if they are given a seat to a higher category are they funded because there's a big jump going from f1 academy to another series so it's great to see that her seat will be fully funded by some of the partners as well as f1 academy and then it's also been nice to see some of the f1 teams make announcement about which drivers they're going to support next year so obviously we have mclaren who made their big announcement around bianca bustamante and she is going to be driving in the mclaren outfit under the art team so as a reminder she's been working with prema this year but next year she's going to moving into ART. Most likely, if I had to guess, into Lena Buller's seat because Lena's going to be 26 next year, which means she's over the age bracket of F1 Academy. So she probably won't be able to race in that series again. So my guess would be that Bianca's going to be taking that seat in ART. But we'll see how it goes. We also have an empty spot in Prama now that Marta's not going to be there. And then now we have another one with Bianca. So there's some seats open. There might be some moving around. So I'm excited to see how the silly season unpacks for F1 Academy. All right, now moving on 
to our brand activation in Austin. So we did our first ever brand activation on track at the Austin Grand Prix. We did it at the Grand Plaza, which is where, which is very close to the fan zone at Circuit of the Americas. And if you guys saw, we did a giveaway on our Instagram where people could sign up for um, our first ever tote bag, as well as some race essentials in there. So we did that little giveaway on our Instagram a couple of weeks ago. We chose um, about 200 winners almost to be able to get that bag. And then we had our very own booth in Austin at the Grand Plaza. Now I want to take one minute to really thank Circuit of the Americas and their team because they were super helpful right from the get-go in helping us get all of this put together. We were able to ship all of our product to Circuit of the Americas before any of this so it was really really easy to be able to manage all the logistics and then they really set us up with our own booth um, which you know was completely free of cost. As you guys know we're a volunteer-run platform so we really operate on very, very small budgets. So having that was amazing. They gave us um, a couple of tables, some chairs, we had a tent, and we were set up right in front of the NASA booth. So NASA had their own massive tent out there and we were right in front of that. So we had a really great high exposure, high traffic spot. So we were able to meet so many of you. I know a bunch of you came up to me and told me about the podcast. And again, I thank you guys so, so much for all the support. Sometimes it you know, can feel like I'm just you know, just just creating content and you get so into it that sometimes you forget that's, you know, what people are feeling on the other side and it's hard to gauge. So all of your support means so, so much to me. And that was a really, really nice moment for us as an organization because not only did we get meet so many of you, but we also got to introduce females and motorsport to so many other people. Um, there are people who had not heard of our platform before and we were able to tell them more about us and we were also able to just connect with all of you in such a meaningful way. The giveaway bag itself was um, amazing to see that so many of you really wanted it. Um, and just so you know, we in our giveaway bag, for any of you who don't did not get it, we had like a branded merch bag. It was like a purple tote bag, which you can... I'm actually carrying it right now. I, I carry it sometimes when I go to get my groceries and things like that too. And it's really big, so you can literally just throw all your stuff in there. In that, we had another clear pouch bag that Koda gave us. And in that, we had some Mydol... We had some Cetaphil skincare products. We had some Amino Lean products in there, as well as a Females and Motorsport flyer, which can tell you all the information about us. So I was very, very happy with the way it all turned out. I really hope that you guys liked it too, if you guys did get one. And if you guys didn't get one, well, hopefully, you know, we can do more of these in the future. We're really trying to have more and more presence on track next year, hopefully. So um, as long as, you know, we are able to transparently afford it we really want to do more of these things so we'll keep you posted of course with all the updates but that's something that I've really loved doing this past this past couple of months just working on that for you guys 
And then finally, not like this was not enough, but another insane pinch me moment was my interview with Hannah Schmitz. So if you guys do already listen to the podcast, you've already seen that we did this episode. It came out last week where I had a chance to sit down with Hannah Schmitz and talk to her about Red Bull, about representing women in motorsport, about how she stays so calm and centered on the pit wall. Um, I have to tell you guys, she's honestly one of the nicest people that I have personally had the experience of meeting and interviewing. She um, was so, so incredible in just opening up to us and just chatting about everything and anything. She was able to give us so much time and really taught me a lot, honestly, about strategy. So if you guys are interested in learning more about that kind of stuff, I highly recommend you check out that conversation because you can I mean I feel like when the episode ended I was like oh why did it end so quickly I could just continue talking to her for hours because she's obviously so knowledgeable she's also been at Red Bull for 14 years another fun fact she started at Red Bull as an intern and she has quite literally made her way up as principal strategy engineer isn't that the most crazy thing because I feel like in F1 I always hear people moving around and that to me is such a unique thing that she's accomplished in her career um so yeah she's just really really fucking cool you guys so I really highly recommend you guys check out that episode I'm obsessed with her and I'm sure you guys will be as well um so huge shout out to Red Bull Racing there to help coordinate that interview and then a second thank you I want to give is to Lenovo we were able to do a really fun interview with Lenovo as well it's not out just yet unfortunately while I really wanted this to be a video interview the sound quality and the audio uh, the video quality just was not up to the par um, so we're going to be doing an editorial story around it now and it's going to come out very very soon on our blog so keep a lookout either on that or on our Instagram you know we'll of course be doing some cross promotion over there so you guys are updated on our blog but that's something I really enjoy doing as well because we met two VP level people and they told us all about the advancements in helping women um, progress in tech which is also a male dominated industry like F1 so it was really cool to see the parallels between the two industries and what Lenovo is doing with Formula One how we can use technology to help encourage women work in STEM and what Lenovo is doing to help lead the charge in tech so um, that was a really cool interview as well I did not expect to to enjoy that as much as I did so huge shout out to Lenovo there as well Well, I feel like that kind of covers it all. I mean, I feel like I spoke so much right now, but if I look back, I firstly can't believe it's only been a week. I feel like I was there like six months ago. It just feels like so much time has passed already. But it was just one of those moments where it really helped me understand why I do what I do for females in motorsport. So as you guys know, I have a full-time job aside from females in motorsport And sometimes it can get really hectic um, to balance both things. It's not always easy, you know, just to be able to have a full-time job from like 9 to 6 and then come home and then do female and motorsport stuff. And then I feel like I don't really get time for friends or get time for myself. But I just love doing this so much that this really helps solidify that for me. Um, You know, female and motorsport is a volunteer-run platform, as I said before. And we 
we do so much on our end to be able to get you guys all the content that we do but even though you know we're touching 90,000 followers on Instagram and 2,000 followers plus across all our platforms sometimes it can really feel like you're not connecting in the most meaningful way even though um, whenever I meet you guys you always say that we are so just being there in person being on the ground was um, just something that I did not ever expect I would ever get the opportunity to do so it was a real amazing amazing weekend for me it's probably one of the best weekends of my life um by the end of the weekend I was literally sobbing because a I was just so happy that I was there and I was just there was just happy tears but on the other side you know as a creator you're always kind of struggling with imposter syndrome you're always struggling about do I even deserve to be here? What have I done to be here? I've only been watching F1 for like three years now. Um, you know, there's so much still, there's so much negativity around being a Drive to Survive fan. So there's always this imposter syndrome that sets in and it's anxiety that sets in because of that. So it was a mix of happy tears of, you know, yeah, I got this opportunity, but be also like, you know, what's next now? Now that I feel like I've done this at the US Grand Prix with accreditation and covered F1 Academy, I feel like I need to continue to do more for you guys and I hope that I'm able to do that so it was kind of like a mixed mixed emotions kind of day um, on Sunday but nevertheless still one of the best weekends of my life and I really really can't wait to see what next year brings what's gonna happen it's so weird and surreal to think that I started working at Females in Motorsport literally literally one year ago I reached out to Females in Motorsport on October 31st 2022 so it's really crazy to think how much I've been able to do in the past 365 days um, and I really hope I can keep bringing you guys more stuff of course you guys know where to reach me if you have any requests anything you guys want to see particularly any people you want on the podcast any interviews you guys like didn't like have feedback please continue sharing those with us and with me because it really helps me create the best content I possibly can for you guys so again thanks so much guys for listening um, and hopefully I'll see you guys very soon with another episode